Looking for accelerated career growth? Apply for open consulting roles at Palmtree today. Palmtree is a consulting firm with a private equity mindset. The firm focuses exclusively on M&A and the private equity investment lifecycle, helping clients maximize value while increasing bandwidth to source deals and raise capital. At Palmtree, you'll work with seasoned veterans from investment banking, consulting, big fur accounting, and private equity. In addition, you'll learn the ins and outs of private equity and M&A advisory by working closely with the firm's senior leadership. Palmtree provides a unique opportunity to break into the M&A industry and experience accelerated career growth. The firm's elite leadership team is led by professionals who have worked in private equity, investment banking, big four accounting, strategy consulting at MBB, and corporate finance. The sky is truly the limit at Palmtree. Ready to love your work again? Learn more about Palmtree, see open roles, and apply today on the careers page at palmtreellc.com or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to this episode of Strategy Simplified. On today's episode, I'm going to be taking you through my personal thinking on both why I got an MBA, but also the value of an MBA overall, the key benefits of an MBA, and how to choose a program for yourself. And make sure to stay tuned after the episode as we reveal our next listener review winner. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. I think the question of, should I get an MBA? It's a big one. It's a broad one. Everyone has unique circumstances to consider and think through. But in thinking through this question myself, I'm going to pose to you three things to consider. Uh, Number one, the value of an MBA today. Two, the key benefits of an MBA. And three, how to choose a program. And then I'm also going to walk you briefly through my decision-making process of why I personally got an MBA and why I chose to go to Duke Fuqua. I will say as a disclaimer here up front that these opinions are entirely my own. And I know that uh, many others will have differing opinions based on uh, a different evidence base and and understanding. So uh, I present to you my my personal perspective, right? So first... In terms of the value of an MBA today, I still think it's there. I think it's there. Um, In 2022, when I'm sitting here pondering this, um, the MBA is still a valuable investment that I believe will pay off in dividends moving forward across your career path and journey. I think that the future value projecting medium-term, long-term future, I think that's still in question organizations will will continue to evolve. And as they do so, they reconsider what types of skills and competencies are needed for uh, the work that's required in those organizations. There will always need to be managers and, and leaders, and an MBA can be a really integral part of that equation. Um, however, I think that the the you know, if I was putting a long-term bet on an MBA, eh, I'm, I'm not sure uh, if I project multiple decades out um, whether or not the value will still be there. But today, I believe it is. Um, you can use it to accelerate your career journey or for many people, more importantly, pivot your career journey. 
So especially a traditional daytime MBA, which is a two-year program, is a time to push the reset button in a sense. You don't erase your resume of everything that happened and all the experiences that you had prior to your MBA, but it is an amazing chance to pivot and move into a new industry or a new functional area that you did not previously have experience in. Uh, I do want to point out that, uh, and I, I, t- I tell this to my students, I tell this to people that ask me, so I will, I will tell you here on the podcast, um, the MBA is traditionally not a very academically rigorous degree. And there's always a subset of students that go through these programs that I interact with who are surprised by that fact. Um, I think someone could come to that conclusion based on their prior background and educational experience. For example, it's not as quantitatively rigorous as many other technically oriented STEM degrees uh, at the undergraduate level, for example. Um You may also feel as you go through an MBA degree that your schedule is not as loaded and there's not as much to do as there may have been in a uh, more more rigorous or fully loaded schedule with another degree. Uh, And and I, I believe that's at least partially due to the fact that an MBA is in many ways a two year job hunt, a two year recruitment process. There are absolutely still valuable things to, to learn and a lot of new concepts to engage with, new vernacular to learn, all different types of industry functional areas to gain exposure to, all different disciplines within business and management and leadership, et cetera, um, all different types of experiential learning opportunities to be gathered. And, and, and yet, I still maintain that it's not the most academically rigorous degree because there's there's all these other uh, elements at play as well when you think about um, networking, recruiting, etc. So to that end, my my key point number two, thinking about the the key benefits of an MBA, I'm going to give you three: the uh, brand stamp, the fact that it can help you talk the talk, and a new networking cohort. So um, my first thought here, it it is and will ever be a brand stamp on your resume. You will have, you will be able to say, I mean, I I will forever be able to say, you know, I have a Duke Fuqua MBA and that means something to a lot of people. Um, So that is, that is a key benefit that will pay off in dividends by itself. It opens up doors and opportunities and the the broader alumni network, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, going through an MBA allowed me to gain exposure to different areas of business, allows me to learn terminology, metrics, you know, businesses that matter, um, you know, broadly new vernacular terminology, et cetera. Um, I can talk the talk of business, post MBA in a way that I could not, certainly was not fluent in, um, but couldn't even interpret pre MBA. And you can't really play the game if you don't get a seat at the table and you can't really interact, you know, in, in the conversation. So, um, I think that, that this is an important element 
very few MBA programs are structured so that you come out as a specialist in a particular discipline after this degree. Instead, you become more of a jack-of-all-trades type, for lack of a better word. Um, Within a program, many times you can choose to specialize in a particular discipline, concentration, program area, a quote-unquote major, if you will, um, or multiple areas of specialization. But it's not generally required or prescribed in many programs. It's it's um, broad exposure to many new different concepts, um, frameworks, terminology, ways of thinking, uh, getting exposure to lots of different examples, real-world examples of specific decisions, challenges, successes, failures that businesses of all shapes and sizes have experienced in the past, being able to learn from those in the case study method, um, in addition to um, more quantitative or analytical approaches as well as you think about, you know, marketing analytics or managerial accounting or finance or statistics, et cetera. Third, uh, a new network and cohort. You know, you have a group of people that in whatever format your program is, you will go through this program with others and that new cohort that you have will hopefully provide personal friendships, but also professional network into the future. And, uh, you know, just this last week, I called upon two different people that I went to school with in my cohort and asked them different. Uh, one I asked a personal request of and one I asked a, uh, a business question of. And these are people that because of our shared experience, the relationship that we have, um, I'm able to tap them on the shoulder. And these are people that also have gone through, we don't all have the same journey and career path, but um, we, we're on a, a similar timeline and pathway. And so it's a really great opportunity to have that, have that additional group of people to lean on and, and get support from, be connected to. Now, in terms of how to choose a program, I'll give you three key thought areas here. Brand, specialties, and recruiting opportunities. So first, in terms of brand, personally, I believe this is very important when we think about an MBA. If you are getting an MBA to accelerate and advance your career, the strength of your program brand overall is very important. Now, I think that there are some caveats to make absolutely when it comes to this. Um, I will tell you that my own personal opinion is that the top three tiers are all pretty comparable. So if you're in like a top 20 school, then you're in a top 20 school. And I think the difference between the, you know, number five school and the number 15 school is probably somewhat negligible. Much more importantly, you need to look at the 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 weight and the leverage of the brand as you want to use it. Um, so for example, when you look at a local context, there are brands with great reputations that aren't, you know, US or global top 20, but 
that brand carries weight and you will be able to leverage it in, in a recruiting context. Uh, that's very important. So we got to look at a local level. We got to look at a regional level or a state level. And then you've got to look at, you know, a, a national level, depending on where you're recruiting a global level. Um, and so I don't think it's top 20 programs or busts. I do think that uh, you should be very forward thinking. Um, you should you should be you know pre-planning and, and trying to process through where you might want to end up post MBA, location, industry, function, and try to understand which brands carry weight in those areas. In the same way that perhaps when you went and did an undergrad degree, um, you know, for example, I decided to go undergrad in engineering. So I'm simultaneously reviewing the, the, the top national schools lists, but I'm also looking at, well, who are the top engineering schools in that discipline and that specialization? Who's in, who's on top? When I was doing my own MBA search, I did a similar thing. Um, who plays a significant role at that time I was looking at nonprofit management and social entrepreneurship uh, while simultaneously looking at national lists and also trying to better understand local, regional respect, weight, you know, that, that brand value there as well. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsor. The world's most influential companies look to LEK Consulting to enable growth, prepare for the future, and increase their impact. If you're ready to be a part of a top strategy consultancy, the firm is actively looking to add to its team of 1,800 consultants across 20 global offices. At LEK, you'll work on a wide variety of business problems to help clients solve their most pressing issues, from revenue growth to M&A to performance improvement and more. In addition, you'll gain exposure to a range of industries and problem types resulting in world-class career progression opportunities. Ready to start making an impact from day one? Learn more about current opportunities and apply today at lek.com or click the link in this episode's show notes. Speaking of specialties, that's my second place here. I mean, all MBA programs will offer a standard set of core courses. There's going to be things that you have to take as a part of your curriculum. But then in addition to that, there will be a lot of elective choices as well. The set of standard core courses, it will differ somewhat across programs, but it's fairly similar. Marketing, finance, managerial accounting, strategy. Most problems or pro programs rather offer some type of leadership or management program um, or course. Past that, it's really a choose-your-own-adventure. So if you know that you want to dive deep into a particular area, whether that's fintech or impact investing or entrepreneurship or sports management or strategy consulting, it would do you well to look for a school that actually puts emphasis there. Look at what they list as their concentrations or disciplines or areas of focus. Look at what they have as their you know, their, their centers or their, their values or, um, you know, how they organize themselves in terms of their research and the professors that they pull in. For most programs, you should also be able to go in and 
view what their course offerings are so that you can understand if I want to learn about a specific area of business, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that there are professors associated with that, that there are courses and offerings and maybe even student clubs associated with that to be able to invest my time into. Third is recruiting opportunities. A lot of this information is available as well. A school, schools produce their own career reports, et cetera. You should look at what percentage of graduates have a job by graduation, what percent go into different fields and job types, especially ones you're interested in. You could go a step further and try and try and figure out and decipher, is this MBA program a target school for the companies that I'm interested in? Target school recruiting is a... It's, it's, a, it's kind of a structured approach that's not going away. Um, every company needs to decide which programs and which universities they're going to put an additional investment into to recruit from that school. Over years and over you know, multiple cycles, that school and program becomes a reliable pipeline of talent for them. And many schools, therefore, will put more on-campus presence to those programs through info sessions, coffee chats, structured recruiting pipelines, etc. When you're thinking about consulting in general, this is information that you may be able to deduce and or find online as well. Uh, we talked about in our discussion on the, the pre-MBA summer programs, how um, some top firms were giving out some clues or kind of maybe writing on paper for the first time, um, which which schools they consider the top programs based on uh, the, the list that they made for encouraging people from certain programs to apply or in some cases even limiting uh, individuals from certain programs to be participants. But this is information through kind of broader online research um, that, that you could try and identify or deduce as well. So then for me personally, why did I decide to get an MBA? Um, you know, in my mid-20s, if you heard my story before, I, I was working in international development and education in northern Afghanistan I was looking forward to the next chapter. I was a single woman in a, um, you know, a roughly dangerous part of the world or a roughly unstable part of the world is a, is a better descriptor. And um, I was not at that point wanting to make a long-term decision to really put roots there. Instead, I was looking to come back to the U.S. and and start a next chapter. I mean, at that point, I was considering every everything from global public health to going back to engineering and maybe doing a an engineering management program or different flavors and variations of MBAs. I had a I had a key pivotal moment and experience that pushed me to get an MBA. I met a social enterprise leader in Afghanistan, and she walked me through her journey. She talked me through how her degree helped open doors. She talked to me about specific uh, conversations and moments and opportunities where 
where people made time for her and opportunities became available because she had an MBA from a, an established Western program. And her MBA wasn't even from a quote unquote top 20 program, but still she said, hey, this is a this is a school that when I say the name, everybody knows it. And and that means something. So I was hooked. Um, I met her in the context of she was getting ready to go pitch um, a new venture to Whole Foods. And I was just really intrigued at how she could mix social entrepreneurship with an eye for growth and business development and strategy. Um, And so I really wanted to, to learn more about that space and do the same thing. And so for me, that was a key component of why I chose to go to Duke Fuqua. I think the four key things there were brand heritage, program content, and then money. Um, so in terms of brand, you know, Duke is a, is a top program um, at many levels across the university. So it's a school that stands out in many different ways. Uh, and so there was, there was no real hesitation there. Um, and it was very attractive to me from that, from that regard. Heritage, um, my grandfather attended Duke um, at the undergrad level. And so I even, I did consider Duke as an undergrad. I came and I visited campus. Um, I applied, ultimately chose to go to Northwestern in Chicago. Um, but it was, it's, it was still kind of there, that, that personal connection, that heritage connection to Duke. In terms of program content, as I was beginning my MBA, I just shared, I was looking at that intersection of business development, growth, strategy, social entrepreneurship. And that is one of Duke Fuqua's core business um, programs, the, the Center for Social Entrepreneurship case, Center for the Advancement of Social Entrepreneurship. And um, looking at the different centers that Duke Fuqua had, I just felt very aligned with my current interests in that area. Of course, it was only after I got into my MBA program that I heard about strategy consulting, and that hooked me even further. But that's a different story. Um, and really, the final thing here was uh, money. The, the, the fact is that MBA programs are expensive. And if you're not coming in as a sponsored student, quote unquote, where you're, you know, the organization that you're currently a part of is going to pay for all or a portion of your schooling, then this is a lot of uh, financial investment. Um, it's a lot of debt for most people to take on. I was in that category. Most programs, in terms of silver lining, have some some grant programs, some scholarships, um, financial aid, of course. And so for me, especially from a grant and scholarship perspective, um, I got I got the most money from Duke Fuqua. So when I put all these pieces together, it really felt like a no-brainer. Um, 
And so that's that's my personal story. But also, I thought it was important to put that in the broader context of, you know, my analysis of the the value of an MBA today, the key benefits, and and how to choose a program. And so I hope this I hope this will be helpful to you as you go through and make a similar decision. Hey, Strategy Simplified, it's Japheth here. I'm back with another segment where we thank a listener for leaving a review for Strategy Simplified on Apple Podcasts. Today, this review comes from Andrew. Andrew, sir, we appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. You just won yourself a free consulting prep course courtesy of Management Consulted. We'll be in touch to make sure that you get that. But thank you so much. I want to take a quick second to just read this review. It is nice and short for us today. So, Andrew says, considering making a career move to management consulting and listen to my first episode of Strategy Simplified. It is exactly what I'm looking for to help me level set expectations and pick up some great tips. Highly recommend. Andrew, amazing. Thank you so much for leaving this. Again, we'll be in touch to make sure you get that free course. And folks, you too can be entered to win a free consulting prep course. We've got everything from networking to resumes to case interviews etc. So to do that, just go ahead, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for us. And then shoot us an email to let us know. The email is podcast at managementconsulted.com. Again, that's podcast at managementconsulted.com. And you'll be entered to win a free course and then we'll be in touch if you win. Amazing. All right, folks, that's all for me today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to Strategy Simplified. Thanks for joining us today. As you consider for yourself whether or not to pursue an MBA, of course, again, I hope today's session was helpful. Also, make sure to look further into all of the resources available on the Management Consulted website. We'll have a link in the show notes below so that you can read a little bit more on our perspective overall as a firm about different MBA programs. Best of luck to you and your decision and your application process. And I hope you'll join us on the next episode of Strategy Simplified.